Hey, you're listening to Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show with the host, Mike Anthony. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are on Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show. I am your host, Mike Anthony. And on this podcast, we endeavor to empower you, the listener, to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. Tonight, we have a different show. I just wanted to highlight a young reverend, a great message I heard by Reverend Nicole Walker. It was entitled, Don't Fall for the Fake News. And I believe in this time, this political time, and as well as this time that we have today, that a timely word can break the yoke on our lives. So we're going to be sitting back in this episode of Don't Fall for Fake News. I had to laugh a little bit because I just tell you, it's a lot of fake news going on. But we're going to be listening to Reverend Nicole Walker and checking out this message. Tune in. You will be blessed. Don't turn the dial. Make sure you download. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And just, if you can, share it with other people because we're making an impact. And I believe that that's what it's all about, making an impact in this community. And this word is going to make an impact in your life. It's going to make a deposit. So you take care, you be blessed, listen up, for don't fall for fake news. You are on Making an Impact Christian Podcast Show with your host, Mike Anthony. You take care. Come on, can we stand to our feet and praise our God for who he is, for all that he's done, for allowing us to see another day, for not allowing us to die in our sleep, for taking us across the highways and byways safely because we have breath in our body. Hallelujah. We serve a great and awesome and mighty God. And like the song says, I can't stop praising him. Because he keeps on blessing me over and over and over again. We owe him the praise and the glory and the honor. I will lift up my, open my mouth and bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank you, God. Amen. He has been, as Campbell says, "Mm mm-mm good. He's been mm -mm good. I don't have time to tell it all, but just know he's been good. Matter of fact, he's been better to me than I've been to myself. (laughs) And that's pretty good because most of us take pretty good care of ourselves. Amen. But he's been better to us than we are deserving of. While you're standing, please go ahead and grab your Bible. I try not to keep y'all getting up and down. (laughs) Thank you. I don't mind if I will. Let's turn to the Gospel of John in the New Testament, the 8th chapter, 
And we'll be re begin reading from the 21st verse. If your neighbor doesn't have their Bible, look at them and say, what's up with that? And then lean over and share yours with them. Amen? When you have it, say amen. If you need longer, say, hold up. Eighth chapter, beginning from the 21st verse, and we'll read all the way down to the 47th. John chapter 8, verse 21 and it reads, um, just so you know, I'm reading from the Life Application Bible, so it may look just sound just a little bit different from what you're reading. Then he said again to them, I go away, and you will seek me, and will die in your sin. Where I am going, you cannot come. So the Jews were saying, uh, surely he will not kill himself, will he? Since he says, where am I going that you cannot come? And he was saying to them, you are from below, I am from above. You are of this world, I am not of this world. Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins. For unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sins. So they were saying to him, who are you? Jesus said to them, what have I been saying to you from the beginning? Verse 26, I have many things to speak and to judge concerning you, but he who sent me is true. And the things which I heard from him, these I speak to the world. They did not realize that he had been speaking to them about the father. So Jesus said, when you lift up the son of man, then you will know that I am he. And I do nothing on my own initiative, but I speak these things as the father taught me. And he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. As he spoke these things, many came to believe him. Verse 31. So Jesus was saying to those Jews who had believed him, if you continue in my word, then you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. They answered him, we are Abraham's descendants and have never yet been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who commits sin is the slave of sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son does remain forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. I know that you are Abraham's descendants, yet you seek to kill me because my word has no place in you. Verse 38, I speak the things which I have seen with my father. Therefore, you also do the things which you heard from your father. They answered and said to him, Abraham is our father. And Jesus said to them, if you are Abraham's children, do the deeds of Abraham. But as it is, you are seeking to kill me, a man who has told you the truth, which I heard from God. This Abraham did not do. You are doing the deeds of your father. They said to him, we were not born of fornication. We have one father, which is God. Jesus said to them, if God were your father, you would love me. For I proceeded forth and have come from God. For I have not even come on my own initiative, but he sent me. Why do you not understand what I am saying? Then he answers his own question. It is because you cannot hear my word. You are of your, your father, the devil, and you want to do the desires of your father. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. Whenever he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own nature, for he is a liar and the father of lies. But because I speak the truth, you do not believe me. Verse 46, which one of you convicts me of sin? If I speak truth, 
Why do you not believe me? He who is of God hears the words of God. For this reason, you do not hear them because you are not of God. Amen. You may have your seats. Let's go to the throne of grace. Father, we thank you for this opportunity, God. We do not take it lightly. Uh, We realize, Lord, that you are God and you are sovereign, you are mighty, you are awesome. You're in control of all things, Lord. And we thank you that you count man just a little lower than the angels. We are honored, Lord God, to serve you, honored to stand before the people of God and bring the word as you have given it to us, God. I pray even now, move me out of the way, Lord God. Speak through me, God. Use me for your service, Lord God. Allow everyone to hear you, all of us to hear you. Allow the word to fall on good soil, Lord. Allow it to transform our lives that we would never be the same. And we'll be careful to give only you the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. This is, and I apologize for the lengthy text, but um, I thought it would be good for you all to hear the entire context of this, this scripture as we walk through it. Um, My subject for today, well, first and foremost, let me say, first giving honor to our pastor, the Reverend Charles E. Malden Sr. in his absence um, for this preaching opportunity. I thank God for him. Um, Thank God for the First Lady, Deaconess Anita Malden, and in her absence, all of the ministers here and those who are not present, uh, all of the members, officers, and as I like to say, everybody. God bless you. I will greet you with Jesus' joy. So my subject today, if you will repeat it for me, tell your neighbor because they might not be listening. Um, Don't fall for fake news. Come on, y'all say it again. Y'all got to say it like you mean it now. Don't fall for fake news. Turn to another neighbor. Find somebody else. Say, neighbor, don't fall. For fake news. One, find one more neighbor and say, watch out. Don't fall. For fake news. Amen. It's no secret that we are living in the, what people call the information age. With the help of technology and media, information can literally travel at the speed of light. Uh, it's a both obtained and shared just as quick as you can, right at your fingertips, as quick as you can get your smartphone out, your text message, your application, your TV or social media post, uh, just that fast, people can receive information about what's going on across the globe. Uh, Pastor and First Lady were in, they're in Ireland now, and we actually duoed them on the video chat, and we could actually see a little bit in the background. Now, we never got on a plane, never went across the pond, stepped anywhere foot, but for that moment, we experienced a little piece of Ireland because that's the fascination with technology. News of life-changing events, the birth of a child, a wedding, a graduation, a funeral, is accessible in moments. And there's good news And there's also bad news. But there's also now a thing called fake news. Tabloids such as National Enquirer or The Star have capitalized and profited from producing and selling fake news for years now. And now some others like TMZ have cropped up to get a piece of the pie. Some of y'all probably keep them in business, amen. At the grocery counter. Fake news 
is misleading information or outright lies. That's what fake news is. It is misleading information or outright lies. And it has no age limitations. In fact, all three of our children are experts at conveying fake news. Our baby girl, Jaira, has become quite the fake news anchor. She loves to tell stories. Recently, uh, she and I, because I pick her up from daycare and we ride home in the car, and she said, Mommy, I have to tell you something. And I said, okay, go for it. And so she begins telling me that her classmate pushed her down on the playground and was kicking her and kicking her over and over again. And she was crying. And I was a little skeptical because I said, well, nobody called me at work to say that she had fallen and gotten kicked on the playground. And uh, the teacher hadn't mentioned any altercations when I picked her up, and neither did I see any scrapes and bruises. But I said, you never know, you never know. So I listened on, and as I asked her if she told the teacher, and she said no, but she did push the classmate back, and she told them not nice. And so once again, I was like, okay, um, well, you sure nobody told me that she was hitting and pushing? Okay, all right, so I listened on. Maybe they forgot to tell me. And she continued expounding on her day. And so then she explained how the kids got into the daycare van, and she drove them to the pool to go swimming. And it was at that point that my skepticism was fully validated, and I realized this story was 100% false. Fake news. (laughs) And see, remember, for those in Sunday school, remember how we were saying, listen before you act? Now, suppose I'd have gone up there and gone off on the teacher, talking about, y'all beating my child on the playground, and the story wasn't even true. So, back to the message. So, while fake news has become a buzzword, particularly over the past few years, and it can be comical, it's actually not a joke. Because, in fact, it can be extremely dangerous. Because those that don't know that fake news is fake may actually believe it that, and that is true. The information we take in has the ability to change the way we think, speak, and behave. I'm going to say that one more time. That's so, I don't care if y'all tune me out after this. At least go away remembering this. The information we take in has the ability to change the way we think, the way we speak, and the way we behave. Information influences our behavior. If somebody came running in that door right now and announced, hey, somebody's in the, gun, in the building with a gun, somebody there on the other side with a gun, I guarantee you most of y'all in here would get up rushing either to get out of the building or to find a hiding spot, and I will probably be beating you to it. Amen? <laughs> Information is so powerful. All of that action would result just from one words, some statements that were spoken. Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. What you hear determines your level of faith. I need to ask you this morning, what are you listening to? Is it wholesome or unholy? Is it building your faith or is it weakening it? Proverbs 4.23 says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. That means whatever you allow to enter in your heart, it will come out in your life. It will manifest in your thinking, in your speech, and in your behavior. What are you allowing to enter your mind and your heart? Is it drama 
from the reality shows? Is it lust from inappropriate things and pictures? Is it hate and prejudice? Is it violence? Is it negativity? Is it selfishness? It will manifest in your life. There are people walking around making decisions based on false information, and their decisions are going to lead them to destruction. Proverbs 14, 12 says, There is a way that seems right unto man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Some people walk around every day doing evil and living unholy, believing there is no God, there is no heaven or hell, there is no judgment or day of reckoning. Others walk around suicidal, believing they are hopeless, they're unloved, they're invaluable, they're ready to give up. Fake news. Fake news is rampant, and it's actively being spread by those who wish to cause chaos and manipulate the way people are thinking, feeling, and behaving. In our country today, y'all stay with me, I'm going to get to the word. Fake news per perpetrators are trying to develop fear and divide the country by repeating lies. Only people from certain countries have value. Immigrants from certain countries are all coming over here to do harm to Americans. Black people are scary and suspicious in academic institutions or places of business. Brown-skinned people are unpatriotic, they're criminals, and they're attacking police. They've been successful at influencing our elections, giving racist groups a platform and stage, emboldening police officers to use excessive force against black citizens, elevating corrupt and disrespectful people into some of the most powerful offices of this land. Fake news is powerful. Fake news distorts the truth and it infiltrates our laws. It calls right wrong and it calls wrong right. Similarly, spiritual fake news distorts the truth. You've experienced it before. You wake up in the morning with a bad attitude and a rebellious spirit, but it's been distorted as you're just tired and not feeling it today. You show up late for work at least four times every week, and the boss confronts you about it, and you argue that the boss is just out to get me. They ain't never like me. Fake news. You're being selfish, but the truth is distorted that you're merely just looking out for you. After all, if you don't look out for you, who will? Fake news. The fake news network is always on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It uses various mediums. It plays on your flesh. It amplifies your insecurities. It plants seeds through social media, through TV, through radio, your family members, your coworkers and classmates, it, it, or even a bad thought that pops in your mind. Anyone and anything can be used to get the message across. The lies keep us blinded to the truth. They keep us from seeing through spiritual eyes. They hold us captive, keep us bound, and hinder us from achieving liberty in Christ Jesus. We look at celebrities like Kate Spade and Robin Williams and Anthony Bourdain, and we say, how in the world can these, would these people commit suicide? They had everything. <laughs> I know why. Because they believe the lie of the enemy. And the enemy can beat you down so with his lies. He's so cunning and crafty that he can have your vision and you so blinded to the truth and distorted that you don't even want to live anymore. You don't recognize the truth and you believe his lies. I don't know about you, but I am tired of fake news. I'm tired of tripping over fake news and false reports. 
I'm tired of Satan beating me up with his lies. I'm tired of him luring me into sin with his lies and then turning around and accusing me afterwards. I'm tired of falling for the same old traps. I'm tired of being reminded of my struggles. I'm sure I'm not the only one in here. I'm tired of going around in cycles. I'm tired of listening to the whispers of defeat. I'm tired of listening to lies that I'm insignificant. I'm not smart. I'm not important. I'm all alone. I ain't falling for the fake news anymore. I'm done believing his lies. Enough is enough. You can't control what news comes your way, but you can determine what news you will believe and what you'll receive and what you won't receive. Ask your neighbor, what do you believe? So, how the question then rises, how in the world do we avoid falling for fake news? Well, the first thing is to consider or evaluate the source. Consider or evaluate the source. In verses 25 and 26 of our text, the people asked Jesus, they said, who are you? At this moment, they're trying to validate the source of this information they're receiving. Jesus reveals that he does not come up with any of this information on his own, but he gets his information from the most reliable source, his father. He establishes his credibility right there. And only, I want to admonish you today, only accept news from a credible source. Say that again. Only accept news from a credible source. We all know some people that we have in our families uh, or your friends or people you just know that when they tell you something, you got to kind of think twice before you believe what they say. Do y'all have some members like that? We love them dearly, but, but they're just not the most credible sources of information, right? Sometimes it's, uh, they, they just don't know no better. They got the information wrong and they passed it on and it was wrong. And sometimes it's just because they lie. Uh, and, and in other times, it's because they have, people have ulterior motives and hidden agendas. Either way, they're not considered a credible source of accurate information. Jesus establishes himself as a credible source by showing his consistency. In verse 25, he says, what have I been telling you? My message hasn't changed. I've been saying the same thing. Let me ask you something. If the story changes every time you hear it, that's not a credible source. Okay? You can't accept information from every source that you are exposed to. The most damaging fake news media outlet is the adversary. It's not the White House press secretary. It's not Fox News or CNN, but it's what I like to call SNN, Satan's News Network. The Bible says that Satan is the father of lies. In verse John chapter 8, verse 44b, it says he was a murderer from the beginning, and he does not stand in truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks it from his own resources because he's a liar and he's the father of lies. He speaks from his own. That means everything he says is made up. It's a lie. And he's been telling lies since the very beginning. When you get home, read Genesis chapter 3. You remember the fall of man? When Eve was deceived by Satan to eat from the forbidden tree? Well, when you go back and read it, you'll realize this, this was a problematic situation from the beginning. Because what was Eve doing listening to a snake? Her source of information was wrong. Snakes are sneaky. 
They're cunning, they're poisonous, deceptive, and they can even be deadly. Eve had no business listening to a snake. And some of us are taking in fake news and it's tripping us up because we're listening to the wrong sources. You need to evaluate your source of information. Stop listening to music that you know is feeding you information contrary to the word of God. That's not just for the young people. Old folks, I'm going to bust y'all out. If loving you is right, I don't want to be. I'm sorry, love, yeah. Loving you is wrong, I don't want to be. There we go. That ain't right. Stop consulting people that don't love and serve your God for advice. Why are you asking folk that ain't saved for godly wisdom and advice? Wrong source. Stop listening to and reading gossip that pulls you away from the truth of God. Quit running around with people that will only tell you what you want to hear rather than the truth. They're not good for you. They're bad sources of information. 2 Corinthians 13 and 8 says, For we cannot oppose the truth, but we must always stand for truth. Oftentimes we would rather believe the lies of Satan because it feels better than the truth. Too often we reject truthful sources and listen to lies from the enemy. Fake news may make you feel good, but the truth will transform you and make you better. Sometimes the truth doesn't make you feel good, but it's always what's best for you. Amen. Don't despise or reject the truth. When you get information, the first thing we need to do is check the source. Where did this thought originate from? When thoughts pop in your mind, and I don't know if your mind like mine, but thoughts constantly be popping, and all of them ain't holy. <laughs> Some of them, and the mouth says, say it. And I said, nope. The first thing we have to do when it pops in your mind, where did this thought come from? Who sent this to my mind? Who gave me this image? Who, where did this feeling come from? <laughs> and anything that comes from the enemy, it ought to be sent back to the pit of hell from whence it came. Y'all know how y'all do mail that doesn't belong to you? Sometimes you write on it, return to sender, and you stick it back in the mailbox. That's how you ought to do when you get fake news from the enemy. When he starts serving you stuff that it ain't true, you put it back and you send it back to the hell from whence it came. You rebuke Satan in the name of Jesus. I don't receive that. I'm not accepting that. I know the truth and you are a liar. 1 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5 says, cast down every imagination and high thing, every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Any thought that is contrary to the word of God, don't receive it. Any channels, some stuff you ought not to watch, some books and magazines you can't read no more. Some folks on social media you got to unfollow. Some people you can't give a listening ear to. Because the source of information conflicts with the truth of your God. Consider the source. So Jesus goes on in verses 25 and 26. He goes on to reveal his identity and he verifies his information with evidence or facts. The second point is verify news with facts, not opinions or feelings. Verify news with facts, not opinions or feelings. Satan is always releasing fake news into your, into your news feed. You're not good enough. You don't measure up. You can't do this. You can't do that. Living holy is too hard. You'll always be alone. There's no hope. You're going to die. You got the big C. Fake news. 
He's always spreading lies, trying to influence your behavior. His goal is to release news that encourages a feeling of defeat rather than victory. He releases news that discourages rather than uplifts. He releases news that creates fear and anxiety and suppresses faith. He releases news that justifies us in our disobedience, in our bad attitudes, in our anger, in our lack of patience. Don't accept what you hear, feel, or see as a fact. Verify your news with the fact checker. Who's the fact checker? Amen. John 8.31 says, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. We have to run our news through the fact checker before receiving it. Your news feed says you're not loved, liked, or valued. But the fact checker says this is fake news. The Bible says I'm a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people. God, God loved me so much that while I was yet a sinner, he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for me. The truth is God thought I was to die for my news feed is telling me I should be fearful and worried and anxious about the future our grandchildren our children our finances our health that's fake news the bible says be anxious for nothing in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God which surpasses all understandings will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus Cast your cares upon him for he cares for you. No weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. When your news feed says you should be ashamed and feel guilty about your past sins, the fact checker says there is therefore no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus and walk not after the flesh but in the spirit. You got to check everything against the word of God to determine its validity. Some news is nothing more than what they call clickbait. It's meant to draw you in. Y'all see on the, when you're on the internet, all these ads be popping up. You want to win a million dollars? Click here. Y'all see that? Don't click those. It's, it's meant to draw you in with outrageous claims. But when you know the truth, you don't entertain lies. You need to start calling out the lies that the enemy sends your way. When you hear th- thoughts of fear and doubt, you ought to say fake news. I'm not listening to that. God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. When you hear you got the big C, you, oh, you found a lump. You got a big, the big C. It, it, it might be cancer. You, you don't have long to live. You know, folks that normally have this type of cancer, they don't live long. Fake news. By his stripes, I'm healed in Jesus' name. When you hear you're all alone, you're just, just a mess. Look at you. Fake news. I'm more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. I'm a winner because of who I'm connected to. Thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph. His strength is made perfect in my weakness. When you hear you're not smart enough, you're ugly, you're too big, you're too small, you ought to say fake news. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. I am a child of the Most High King. When your news feed amplifies how little you have say and says you're not going to make it financially, you ought to say fake news. My father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory. I will lift up mine eyes to the hills from which cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord. You have to call out and identify the fake news when you hear it. Reject it and stop receiving the lies of the enemy. A new term was introduced last year, alternative facts. At least it was new to me. I had never heard that before. I always thought the facts were the facts. 
but alternative facts. And there are, I, I need to tell you, clear something up, there are no alternative facts. Facts are truth. And the facts are the facts, and they don't change. There are not many or differing truths, despite what many may try to sell us. Your truth, my truth, uh, everyone has a truth, it's subjective. No, 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 no. There is the truth, and that's it. The lines have become so blurred that there, in some cases, there is no right and no wrong. It's all left up to interpretation. But I need to warn you against this type of thinking. That's fake news. As Jesus told them in the Bible, he said in our text today, he told them, he said, if you don't, unless you believe on me, you're going to die in your sins. There is truth. Be careful lest you be deceived by fake news. God's truth cannot be manipulated and changed to fit our situation or preference. Malachi 3 and 6 says, I am the Lord and I change not. The wages of sin is still death. And as Jesus stated in verse 24, unless we believe on Jesus Christ, we will die in our sins. These are facts. And the Bible says the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of our God shall stand forever. We got to verify the news that we hear with the fact checker, which is the word of God. My last and final point, and I'll be out your way, is to know the truth. Know the truth. Jesus himself is the truth that sets us free. Verse 32 of our text says, and ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. 14 and John 14 and 6 says, I am the way, the truth and the life. The reason Satan's automated campaign of deceit works on so many people is oftentimes because we don't know the truth. Uh, if ye, his word says, if ye abide, which means to take, to remain, to continue in my word, you are my disciples indeed. Understand that actions speak louder than words. That's what Jesus was telling the folks in this text. Talk is cheap. Y'all say y'all belong to Abraham, but y'all don't do the stuff Abraham did. Our actions reveal the truth about who we are. When you read verses uh, 41 to 47, Jesus is, is telling them that. He's saying you can say one thing, but your actions are what is true. If we're his disciples, we will remain and continue in the word of God. And our thinking, our speech, and our behavior will align with God's word more often than it won't. Truth is demonstrated through actions, not merely speech. When you stay in the word of God, you have discernment to be able to tell a sham and a fake from the real deal. Y'all ever experienced that? Where someone was coming to you and it, it was sounding real good, but something in your spirit said, mm -mm, this ain't real, this ain't right. You have to follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. When you know God and you know the truth and, and you, you seek the Holy Spirit before you make decisions, I'm telling you, God will reveal to you that which is true and he will also show you that which is fake. He will lead and guide you, the Bible says, into all truths. When you are intimately acquainted and acclimated with the truth, you are protected from lies. You are literally protected from the deceit of the enemy. Psalm 91 and 4 says, his truth shall be your shield and your buckler. Now, a shield keeps you from getting hit from the fiery darts of the enemy. When you hold a shield up, the, the attack bounces off the shield and it doesn't hit you. That's what God's truth does in our lives. When the enemy launches an attack against you, when you hold up the shield of the word of God, it can't touch you. 
That's why we got to get to know the word. When you know the truth, you, can, you won't fall for the lie. His word is a lamp unto my feet, the Bible says, and a light unto my path. It keeps you from falling. When you get to know the life giver king, Jesus Christ himself, he shines the light on situations and reveals the truth so you won't be falling and tripping all over fake news. When you know the truth, you won't remain bound by the lies of the enemy. Oh, you may feel it. Oh, he going to throw his darts at you. He's going to come with his lies. You may hear it, but when you hear it, you say, "Uh uh-uh, that's fake news. I reject that. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. When you know the truth, you're not held captive. Reverend Walker, who had no idea what I was going to preach about, this morning was up here talking about feeling bound. How when you feel just bound, bind, bound up. Remember he was saying that? How sometimes it's more you just feel like, oh, I feel all bound up. I'm not free. I'm not loose. That's the work of the enemy. Sometimes you can't even explain it. Somebody said, what's wrong? I don't know. I just, I just feel, you know, I don't feel like talking. I don't feel like being bothered. That's the enemy. Recognize who it is. God has given us joy unspeakable. That doesn't mean everything will be great and every situation will be happy. But anytime you're feeling down, discouraged, that's lies from the enemy. Don't accept it. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You got to begin to count your blessings. You have to begin to reject that stuff that he's throwing at you. They're lies. John 17 and 17 says, make them holy or sanctify them by your truth. He says, teach them your word, which is truth. God's word literally sanctifies us. It makes us holy. Sin has a way of enslaving us, controlling us, dominating us, dictating our actions, and then turn around and making us feel guilty. Only Jesus can free us from this slavery that keeps you from becoming the person God has created you to be. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there is freedom, there is joy, there is life. Hallelujah. This freedom is not freedom to do what we want to do. It's not a license to say and do what we want to do, but it is a freedom to follow God. It's a freedom to not walk in condemnation. It's a freedom to serve God and love God and love his people and be on about his business and fulfilling your purpose and experiencing the joy of God and being a light in the lives of other people in a dark world. It's a freedom that nothing else can give you. And the hindrance to that is sin. It keeps us bound. I can't say nothing because I know what I said yesterday. I know what I did yesterday. Bound by bad habits. Still smoking. I'm still, I still drink a little bit. I still cuss a little bit. Still fornicating. Addictions. We have negativity. Our past. Sin is designed to keep us bound up. But I got news for you, baby. God has come to set you free. And if he sets you free, you are free indeed. God's desire is for us to be all that he designed us to be. There is so much greatness, so much purpose, so much value he has deposited in each and every one of us. So you don't let the enemy tell you anything different. Oh, I'm not good at math, so I just can't do nothing. You may not be good at math, but you're good at something. Stop listening to those lies. I don't know why I'm saying this, but I'm saying it because that's what God told me to say. 
Stop listening to the lies of the enemy. Verse 44 says, if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. And if you're free, there's no demon in hell that can keep you bound when you know the truth. I remember an old song. I closed with this song and I'll be out your way. The song said, I'm not going to sing it. The song said, you can't make me doubt him. You can't make me doubt him because I know too much about him. You can't make me doubt him. And that's, that's so true. When you get to know God, get to know his truth, nothing can make you doubt. Nothing will make you believe the fake news and the lies that the enemies are throwing your way. Even in this climate, even in this, this political realm that we're living in, keep your hope. Keep your faith. It doesn't matter who's in office. It doesn't matter who gets on the Supreme Court, justice, or any of that stuff. God is in control of all things. And guess what? When he's had enough, it will be enough. And he knows how to change the situation. He knows how to change the laws, change the people. He'll move folk out of office with or without the votes. So don't you lose hope watching the news. Don't you get discouraged looking at what's happening. Don't live in fear of, for your young people and your black people. Trust God and rest in his truth. He's got your back. Wow. Was not that word phenomenal? That was Reverend Nicole Walker. She was preaching from the topic, Don't Be Fooled by Fake News. You want to make an Impact Christian Podcast show? And I just want you to keep your head up. Keep your hopes up. And understand that God is a God that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we may ask or think. So thank you for tuning in. You be blessed. Make sure you download and subscribe. Making an Impact Christian Podcast show. I'm your host, Mike Anthony. Good night and God bless. You're listening to Making an Impact Christian Podcast show with your host, Mike Anthony.